you. Saturday morning, weather of kings. Only one vibe to go through. Yup. Yup. Only one vibe, man. Oh, we about to have a good combo with this first topic. I've been hyped about it for the last 20 minutes. Oh my god. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go! Jacquees, what? This your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's your boy Wells. Uh oh, you already know the vibe. I just said Kizzle, what's up? <laughs> this is episode number 92. We are recording this on Saturday, October 5th, 2019. Hope all is well with you guys. If you're a first time listener, so multi time listener, we can't say it enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining the show. Of course, follow us on all socials at Foresight Pod. Make sure you're reading our work, medium.com slash at Foresight Writes. Taylor actually wrote a new article that came out this week, so check it out. And listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and watch our stuff on YouTube. Fellas, how are we feeling on this chilly morning, which is the weather of kings, as I've tweeted this morning? Honestly, fam, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm still deciding. I'm still deciding. No, I- <laughs> The week's been on this okay week. Ain't nothing special. Ain't nothing special for real. Um, actually, I like started up this show called Happy. Okay. With that nigga that um, what's that nigga's name that used to play the uh, Detective Stabler on SVU? Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking. Yeah. about. My boy be watching that. I think that's crazy. So that shit fire. I mm-hmm. saw that shit up last night. I don't, yo, I need to. I fell asleep doing a couple episodes, but nah, that shit really fire. But aside from that, man, niggas cooling. Yeah, yeah. They'll take that, take that. Uh, what about you, good brother Wills? Uh, I've been chilling. Uh-huh. Uh, weather's crazy. Got, it was hot as hell one day. I hate yeah, that day. shorts, and then next day it was freezing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smack us with it. It's kind of chilly. It's mm-hmm. early. 
I'm good, yeah. man. I just I just been chilling, going to work. As we were talking before, I've been telling God I was like, how to get deep into like the YouTube videos. And yeah, stuff. man. YouTube would so, do that to you. One time, uh, a few days ago, I was watching a video on uh, like Saved by the Bell, like the behind <laughs> the scenes and stuff, mm-hmm. and the dirty secrets. Oh, so the dirty I, secrets. So then I was like, oh, they got uh, Saved by the Bell on Hulu. So after I like watched the video on YouTube, I started watching like certain episodes to see the vibes. To <laughs> <laughs> see the vibes. For some reason, for some strange reason, I'm like into that. Like once I find out something like behind the scenes, yeah, or whatever, I gotta like go watch it and I just like watch the vibes. And You're I'm like, like, oh, okay, that's why. No lie. Like I do that with wrestling and all. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Nah, no, no lie. I used to do the same thing for uh for Martin when I found out the real reason. Oh yeah, that's it. Got, that's oh yeah, yeah, that was like one of the first yeah, ones I did. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, did I, Martin. I was looking back at it, I was like, damn, they really aren't any scenes together. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. When I was like, oh yeah, that's why he really wasn't like on the show. Like they wasn't together. Like she was away. Like because they had to be on different sets and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it was it's crazy. YouTube will do that to you. Like. Yeah. YouTube will mess around. You'll like, all right, I watched like four videos in a row. Then the fifth one will come up on autoplay. You have six <laughs> seconds to decide, and you go, what's one more? You know, I can, yeah. do, <laughs> I can do one more. I had a good week. This week This week, I was a little down, but it was because of my, like, my, my school soccer team that I coached for. It was like, it's not even about the fact that, like, about losing. It was just like how they lost. And, like, how they were, like, carrying themselves that, like, this had me, like, a little down. I was like, yo, I really don't want to, like, coach y'all. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. Thank God the season almost over. Because it's just, like, it's, like. <laughs> you got to get a Kobe shit with them, fam. Yeah. Yeah, because that's how it was. Because, like, this is how, this is why it went the way it did. Because last Thursday, we played our first game. We lost by a goal. Okay, no big deal. We lost by one. They played a really good game. Tuesday, our game plans changed because. The school we were facing, along with two other schools that were nearby, apparently didn't have enough players, but they're like in our like league or whatever. So we basically end up having like a triple threat match with like us four schools, like a round robin. Like we, like, like we play, like we play this school, okay. then the other two will play, then we'll switch. Okay. So nice. like a sixty minute game was split up into like three twenty minute games. We tied the first one. We should have won the first one, but one of our own players committed an own goal while she was on defense. Like, she couldn't stop the ball as it was coming down. Then it deflects off our goalie. At that very moment, that's when I was fed up. (laughs) 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 And I I was, because I'm like, I'm like, He saw that shit, he threw his fucking clip on, like, yo! I'm like, for real, yo. And then the last two games, we lose by like eight goals total. But it was just more like the girls wasn't necessarily caring. Like, they're not trying as hard as they could. They had dance practice out there? What? No, they didn't have nothing. So it was like no excuse. So, like, we talked to them. And I'm, like, in a quiet mood because I'm, like, very observant. So I, like, speak to them after the game. I'm like, look, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I'm like, the way you guys played today, I can see why you guys went winless last year. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I swear to God, I don't have said it. I was like, this is unacceptable. I'm like, we're not putting any pressure on you guys to win. It's all about just competing and just trying your best. I'm like, that's all you got to do. Like, there's no expectations to win or to win championships. Just compete and try your hardest. Like, you decided to do this. Like, nobody forced you to do it. Because I was talking to my girl about it after, and I'm like, I don't really care that, like, my check here is, like, significantly bigger than 
my check from my other school. I'm like, if I feel like my time's wasted, like, I won't come back. Like, I've worked jobs where I got paid lower than what I could have gotten from other jobs just because I was just more happier there. Some will look at that as crazy, but for me, I'm like, I just value my time, bro. I'm like, no amount of money is going to help me feel better if I feel like my time's being wasted and I can't really, like, enjoy it. But shout out to the girls because we won on Thursday. Okay. They played a much better game. Uh, hopefully, bad. hopefully we could you know continue going, and continue building. But yeah, I was like, yeah, man, I can see why you guys can't win this. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop everything in me to not say like, yo, you guys suck. Because <laughs> part of it too, because part of it, because part of it is I don't really yell. Like I just talk like in a more serious voice and like I put more emphasis on eye contact. Hey, look, I'm not gonna lie, yo, Michael. It's happened before though. Cause I used to, I used to do uh, football back in high school. My freshman team, like we went, we were like winless for like a long period of time, right? <laughs> this nigga got on the bus one time. <laughs> yo, look at that. Nigga got on the bus one time. Looked at everybody. Y'all niggas suck. I do that as fucking clipboard. I'm like, shit. I'm like, damn. I like it was a bad loss too. I'm like, fuck it. You know what? Now because so like, it be like that though. It, it is like that. It go, it's so tough going through seasons like that. Especially if there's no expectations to win. Like if there's like it's not like it's like yo we're like varsity and it's like, you know what? Like yeah, we gotta, we're expecting you to compete and win and like win championships. This is like Middle school, this is JV, freshman, like, we're just trying to develop you guys for, like, the next level if you want to play. And it's like, for as much as we don't have the winning expectation, it's like, it doesn't hurt to win. <laughs> like, if we're able to win some games, we can win some games. Because one of my favorite quotes in sports is like, yo, we lost this game more than the other team won. I can't stand when we lose games more than the other team won. Like, the other team doesn't do nothing to really beat us. Like, we beat ourselves. Like, we commit our own goal. We told you what to do strategy-wise, and yet you just turn dumb in that moment and, like, forget to do what we worked on. Exactly. I'm like, you guys are way too smart. I'm like, you can't be an A student in the classroom and on the field you turn into a D student. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm like, we're giving you guys way too much information that's, like, easy to comprehend for you guys to be like, nah, never mind. We're good. Yeah, You had Carlton Banks and he right? Carlton freaking... Half court. <laughs> nah, you know, you gotta get Kobe on them, you know? Go take, a, take that quick photo. Be like, yo, you see right here, mm-hmm. last year, these girls ain't know shit about winning, but you know. Word, right? One of them was out here doing dancing. Yep, one of them was out doing a dance recital. Dance recital. <laughs> so you guys wanna keep your fourth place trophies? They was like, no. Right. No, that's what you got to do. Nah, Kobe's a sicko as a as a dad coach, bro. Yeah, you know, how you gonna beat a team? What was it, twenty seven to two or something crazy? Nah, nah, it's not. You know, he said that niggas lost twenty seven to two last time. Yeah. At the time, nah, they did triple that. Just like a hundred and something. Yeah, like, they smoked them, bro. Like, oh, oh nah, I love it. I'd have been the same way. For as much as I'm calling Kobe a sicko, that's gonna be me with my daughter on her team. What? Big facts. Oh, we going hard. We going hard, man. We going to shake your hands unwillingly. <laughs> After this game, we not smiling. Unwillingly. <laughs> unwillingly, indeed. But uh, for the first topic of today, it's a topic I've really been excited about for this whole time. Um, and it's about the great, great conversation about why R&B could be in a better space than rap right now. You know, this is something I was inspired by when... Think about all the releases that came out from with R&B, Summer Walker, all this new artists that's coming out and dropping. 
And I gotta say, man, to kick this off, I love rap, but rap rap can't tie R&B shoes if it wanted to, bro. Like, these projects are hitting different. Like, I know, I know folks may look at R&B today and go, you know what, the vocalists ain't the same and, and all that good stuff, but when it comes to just the projects and how they come together, R&B got it. R&B got it. The acts seem to be more put together. They seem to be more stable. And again, it's just these projects, bro, have a longer lifespan in today's super duper quick consumption period of time, man. That's that's where I'm standing on it. I think R&B is smoking rap by a whole lot. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna agree because you know I always say I'm an R&B nigga, and um, every like R&B project I've been listening to, none of them have like disappointed me so far. Even though like one y'all put me on, like how y'all put me on to Ari Lennox, mm-hmm. I couldn't stop listening to that shit. Mm-hmm. Put me on to uh, Smell like a few weeks yep. ago. Mm-hmm. Couldn't stop listening to that shit or whatever. Like Summer Walker just dropped. Yep. That shit was fire. I haven't stopped listening since I've been listening like last night. I tried to listen to something else, but I went right back to it. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, it just fire. It's A1. Like, I mean, Drake, people say Drake makes R&B music like for, because um, like that's what he wants to do. And I think he just makes rap just to like please like hip hop fans, but he knows like that's what really smokes the record. He should have R and B man. Uh, like he should have do R and B all right. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, my bad to cut you off, Billy, but mm-hmm. yeah. But I, didn't I really have nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to get into when I was little. <laughs> when I was little, <laughs> back in those times. I give it y'all though. Um, I do think R&B is in a better space. Though I will say, I think, like, Arden, like, brought up beforehand is that um, a lot of what I do see, like, on the TL like, with my friends talking and shit like that is that the vocalists aren't the same, you know? Um, like, the roots of what made R&B, R&B, like, a lot of the newer acts kind of don't really got it anymore. Like, a lot of it now is people, you know, um, being able to really just keep a tune, honestly. So I think on the vocalist end, like, that does need to be better. That does need mm-hmm. to be improved. But keeping a hundred when it comes to like you know songwriting, mm-hmm. um, we got even Ben Fires might not be like the best singer, but like yo, nigga songwriting is immaculate. Yeah, um, I'm my fault for cutting you off. Uh, I was on the um, timeline yesterday, but I was like on on a scissor, uh like fan page, and I was going through a thread, <laughs> and y'all know how y'all always be telling her talking about how she can't like perform. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I should have thought. No. He says he sings in italics. 
italics. No, no, that's another thing. They be seeing mad R&B singers now be singing the italics, and I'll just be crying. Mm-hmm. But it's oh. just—I think it's just the way they like. They just—it's like rap. Like it's not the same, but I don't know. Like, no, it, it evolved over the years. That's yeah. I think that's all over the years. Like, um, like even getting back to the songwriting thing. Like, I think a lot of right now, like I think the songwriters that we have now, like granted that bar a few. I probably like some of the best we've had in like, you know, in a while. You know yeah, what I'm saying? For sure. Like like again, like I said, Brent, um, Snow, um I'm trying to think of the top of her. Her her big girl. example. Like shit, yeah. party. Party, you know. Janae. Oh, yo, who's like, this girl I've been listening to? Janae always fire. There's another one. Like it's just like a, a lot of like people mm-hmm. that has dope lyrics able mm-hmm. to like back it up. Mm-hmm. And we're able to and only like can it keep a tune on the song sound well? Yeah, we were yeah. talking about her too. We were talking yeah. about her. We were talking about her too. Yeah, you came. Yes, UK guys, on the Instagram, that is me that is always posting about her because I've been a big fan for a while. Nah, like, she, she's fine. <laughs> she's fine. Like, it's, a, it's a lot of these, like a, a lot of these younger people, they like coming up with a lot of better albums, yeah. a lot of doper shit than uh, the rap guys, honestly. Yeah. You know, even like this is one, um, I like to shout my people out all the time, you know, Nigel. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I just went Nigerian nigga, uh, she grab. Mm-hmm. Niggas been making some of the best army music I heard from a nigga in a minute. You know? So, it's, it, it is what it is. R&B is definitely, like, beating our rap by the by. You know why R&B is also super fire? Because, like, R&B right now, when it comes to, like, the sub-genre within it, and we talked about this downstairs, mm-hmm. like, R&B right now, the entire market's really about relationships and situationships. Right, this is something that when we was talking about it now, I'm like, my man definitely helped bring that era in, you know, in terms of the relationships, situationships, emotions, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's the hybrid. Like, that's why my folks no, talk about no, singers no. not being necessarily, like, the best vocalist, like, on some Mariah Carey, Mary J. Blige type, yeah. because everybody's is morphed. Like, rappers are doing more of the singing. Singers are doing more of the rappers. Like, the Drake is definitely, like, the, the godfather of all that yeah, shit. Yeah, like, him, Janae, is like, they both did that. But the thing is, even though everything's relationships, situationships, it just hits so different because everybody's coming to the table with, like, their own perspective on it, though. Like, not everybody's the same. Like, that's the difference in rap. Like, that's the difference between R&B and rap. Like, in rap, a lot of dudes, when it comes to talking about the same thing, literally sound the same. same. Yeah. It's the yeah. same flow, same case, the same lyrics, same beats. Like, all y'all rappers are the same when y'all, like, decide to talk on one common topic. R&B, we can listen to 10 different R&B singers, and they will all give us something different. Like, this UK chick can give us something different because of the life and love in the UK. Then we could go to a scissor, she gives us something different. Then we could go to Summer Walker in Atlanta, she gives us something different. Then we go up to New York, then we go to Cali with Sir, like in the like everybody gives us something different even though it's in the same lane. Like that's why R and B is super duper fire, bro. Yeah, and um which one call it is fire too. Um Tink, she dropped some shit called Fuck Around. Mm. Like I'm happy she's still around. Man, you know what? Let me not say shit, because 'cause I'm not trying to, you know, fuck up the future. But uh, <laughs> Redacted should have did a better job with Tink, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah. What you said? Who should have did it? I said Redacted. Uh, I'm not trying to fuck up the future. Oh, uh, <laughs> you know, in, in case. Finest. Uh, <laughs> ain't trying to the bad just in case. The you one that produced one of your original I love. That's why. Yeah, I've been to that. Cause like nah, like. That's another one, though. Uh, gang, going back to R.B., that's another one. I was kind of, yeah, because, like, she got this joint called, 
This is one song she had that really made me fall in love with her. And it's called All Falls Down. And I actually found that on the, uh, I remember when Kevin Hart came out with like an album. Yeah. Or whatever, for like his, I think, last, last. Suck my pants? Yeah, but like, uh, he came out with an album and that song was on it. I'm like, yo, this song is fire. I'm like, this is Tink. And then it was like a, I think a project she dropped. I don't know if it was like. I think 2015 it's probably like Benazari or something like that. Yeah, Benazari 3 or something. Yeah, but the shit, the song is so fire. Like, I listen to it. She, like, she got so much shit. Now, I, was, I was honestly surprised. That I, if I keep 100, if I was, you know, like 10, like, I would have been like, yo, you can rap and shit, but yo, your R&B shit is different. Like, yeah. R&B shit. Now, I'm telling you, like, she would have been all like, her R&B shit is fire because she like mixing it with the rap a little like yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then she's bad like she like chocolate. She's bad. So I'm supposed to go. I'm telling you, man. Could have blown up. Could have so much better. It's the animal marker of the album. Yeah. yeah. You tell me all the time, baby. <laughs> Tell you. They got the vocals. <laughs> My girl loves this song. I joke around with her a lot about how this song is extremely toxic if you really look at the lyrics. But so a lot of these songs we talk to when you really get the Hell lyrics. yeah. But I like it though. I like me a little bit of toxic. That's why when like I listen to to uh, oh that was hard. Let me try it. Let me stop again. <laughs> <laughs> That's why like a lot of times when I like listen to a lot of music. And it's like uh, just too positive. I like throw on some future. Yeah. Just so I need to like rebalance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to recalibrate. I do the same. Like, cause when I work, I can listen to music. So, like, I, I love listening to R and B. Like, so I have like an R and B playlist, like with just mad shit for like hours, and I put it on like clean and shit, cause that's what I do. So, like, sometimes I be like, damn, this shit is just it's too good. Like, I'm I'm rocking like it, and I'm like, now I'm starting to get in my feels. So I'm like. Let me get some future. Shit. Let me put some. <laughs> I, I, I go to Weezy or Future. Those are my go tos to get me out the like R and B, and then I just start listening to Mal, the rap mm-hmm. or whatever. But I even did that last night. Like, um, I was listening to the, the Summer Walker when I got home. Yeah, I like was on YouTube. I ended up going to like some old shit, and I was like, I went to no, I was listening to mad old uh, Brick Squad music, like. <laughs> Waka Flocka, uh, Frenchie, uh, like, from like 2010. Yo, like, I was, he was in a mood. Yeah, that's a fact. I was like, yeah, let me, because I, I was listening to two, like, I listened to Summer Walker shit, I think, back to back, like, twice. So I was like, yeah, let me put on some gangster shit. So I went to, like, old school Brick Squad, then I started listening to Future, then I ended up back on to the Summer Walker. So that Summer Walker shit different, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what got me about that Summer Walker album. Like, it's the, it's Pauly's verse, because nigga had the best verse I've heard in years. Mm-hmm. And then the Usher joint, the yeah, come through. And I like, like I like her joint because it was like, it's like she got a lot of like dudes on it, so it like it like, I don't know. It balances it's, out. It gives yeah, like yeah, our yeah, respect. Yeah, it balances yeah. out. Yeah, so it's just like, and she has like a lot of it. She got like Usher, a Boogie, Black, Hari, like that shit's fire. I like it. Hey, yeah, well, Usher's fire. Before so as as we move on, just a quick announcement to those that was celebrated. Um, on Nationals Boyfriend Day, uh, you already you already know the vibes, man. You already know. <laughs> Yo, that shit. They're not taking time, bro. Fuck this. 
Summer Walker project. You tell me. I know. Wrong yeah, so I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, that didn't cross my mind. But I'll be honest, even when I like look in the TL this morning, normally when Travis got some fire shit, you see that shit all the time. I ain't see nothing. Yeah, I'm telling you. So I think, yeah, I mean, like I ain't yeah, seen nobody see going crazy over yeah. it. Like, all I saw was about his infidelities, you know, uh, bitches being, uh, excuse my turn, uh, women being uh, private right. investigators, you know, That's looking. Right. Looking at how he was with his side bitch. Mm-hmm. There, was like, there was pictures or something. I didn't know. Damn, nah, yo. This I just cool. randomly saw like people who were saying in my group chat, oh, Kylie went to go chill with Tiger nah. in the studio. Hey, I'm like, man. oh, what the fuck is going on? Yo, fam, nah. I saw I saw this shit on Twitter. Niggas had a whole I mean I hate this because the people I follow like retweeted it, but niggas had a whole like thread of Travis with his side bitch and all the pins and clues to it. And I'm really just sitting there sitting down looking through this bitch like, yo. These women really be private investigators. Yeah. Like, 
They, they, like, they, they can really be using their powers for something good. They're using their powers for evil. I found this crazy. Yeah. Like, how you trying to bring a black man down by being like, yeah, it's his yeah. souls. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Tiger man, Tiger might have to be, Tiger might have to be in that MVP race, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They said his cat. I just seen last night the ball went to sleep. I was trying to type up MVP chance. I'll be on the background for Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> for that man I'm telling you yeah, what a run yeah. what a freaking run but uh before we talk about Davies we gotta give a huge shout out to good friend of the show YB because hey. YB has been on the scene with Davies cooking up these excellent videos that you may that you see on Davies Instagram and all that stuff that's all cooked up by YB Photos as well. We all know YB's one of the goats in this thing, man. So salute to YB because this is going to be a huge moment for her as Davies announced uh, his debut album is coming out. What is it? What he said? November 8th? They said November 8th. Yeah. Um, That's his birthday. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I freaking forgot the name of the album. It's Survival, right? It's called Survival? Yeah. No disrespect to Dave, but I think it's the, the Dave. I'm going to look it up right now. But uh, either way, salute to him. I know it's going to be exciting times. Yes, it's called Survival. I was right. Um, it's going to be exciting times for Dave. It seems like Dave's really just been cooking up, um, releasing these records, really focusing, really taking his time. I'm excited for it because the, his last couple projects, especially the thing with like Paranoia, I, re- I actually enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoy yeah. Paranoia. I enjoyed the project with, with Styles P last year. Last year, early this year, I enjoyed that project quite a bit. So um, I'm excited. I'm all for it. It's gonna be a great time. And Dave's in a really good space, man. He was on a he was on a Hulu Wu Tang joint again. Yeah. He's he's starting to reach another level now. So I'm really happy for him, man. Anything to add to that? It's gonna be a great time. Yeah, same. Yeah. All I gotta say is honestly, fam. And and no, this is not towards Dave. This is more towards like the labels. And that's just towards Sam. Just like a general shit, fam. If you say you dropping your debut album, please do not like. Three months down the line, be like, yeah, nah, that's just a mixtape. Yeah, bro. Because they, I like it the fans. Like I remember, like I forget what the album was called. Um, Carly's Channel, I think it was. Mm-hmm. When they when that was first dropped, people were like, oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah that's that album. album. Yeah, and then the yeah, that's the one. I'm like, oh nah, it's really just a mixtape. So this is Dave's real debut album. Congratulations to him. It's a long time yeah, coming. And it's not no, it's not even the artist. The labels be doing. It's that. exactly. Yeah, it is. Actually, P and B like actually explained that when they asked him, like they was like, "You know, this your debut album. You've been out for all these years." Yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, man, all the projects I put out, the label, label, my mixtapes, EPs, or whatever. So yeah. that's just how it goes. So exactly. it don't even be the artist's fault. I've said it before the show. It's funny when you like follow United Masters on Instagram because like a lot of the clips they post be hidden. Like they really do. Like it's great insightful clips, even though it's just like a minute. Mm-hmm. But uh, Chance had like 
great clips explaining that, like how these labels will really work with artists and tell artists like, oh yeah, that album you thought was an album, that's a mixtape, and they try to do it in ways. Because I remember who recently did that. It was Megan. It was it was Megan The Stallion. She oh. she was in the same boat. Like her last joint that was looked at as her debut album, she was calling the mixtape. Yeah, oh yeah, that she, she was, was. called, and I'm like, no, that but, is bold. No, but I'm like, that like, is your debut. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say this though, in, in terms of Megan, like shoot her some bail, like. I think from the get-go, she was calling that shit a mixtape, though. Okay. From the very get-go. If I didn't see that, I apologize. Yeah, yeah. It's like from the get-go, she was calling that shit a mixtape. It'd be, it be, it's different when it's like, for example, like PNB. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first joint he was really trying to push in his album was uh, Going Through the Motions. Mm-hmm. I remember vividly when that shit came out, we tweeted like, yo, this is my debut album. Come cop this shit. He was calling it a debut album. Then, I think half a year down the line, he's like, oh yeah, my debut album, um, Something Vibes. Like, cast mm-hmm. these vibes. It's coming mm-hmm. out right. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's different, in my opinion, if you like out here saying, oh, nah, this is really a mixtape. Yeah, it might be have that rollout of the album, but it's really a mixtape. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what she was calling it. But it's been, if you actually sitting here saying, like, nah, this is my debut album, and then shit changes, I think that's a whole completely different story. Yeah. But I will say that but the way Megan, like, approached Fever, they, she, they approached it like a fucking album, though. I will say that. But she definitely was out here saying like, nah, nah this is a mixtape right here, this is a mixtape, but... We need to just... Well, that's what it I is. I just... For me, I don't know, because I came up in the era with like mixtapes was like actual like... Mixtapes. Mix. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. is rapping on other people's beats, the DJ talking in the middle of it, bringing mm-hmm. it back. Uh, there I, really was like no preparation for a mixtape. Um, I want to say like... Uh, I don't want to say it's kind of like my guy's fault, but I would kind of say like Weezy was probably like the first person like on mixtapes to just be like dropping regular songs. Mm-hmm. But then again, I feel like that's because his shit was getting leaked, like Carter 3, like you yeah. fucking yeah. put it out as a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that came out like on a mix, like it was like the that drought. Head, yeah, 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 like that. that. So, live mixtapes. Uh, I don't know. I should feel like they should just switch names and call them tapes. Cause that's what I call them. Like even when my friends be dropped, cause I felt cause we're not really established yet or whatever. And we don't really like, be selling, selling, and just based off of streams. I just be calling like the shit tapes. I be like, oh yeah, my. Yeah. Or you could call them EPs, tapes, yeah, projects, EPs, EPs extended yeah, like, plays. Like you can do a whole bunch of that. It's tape. Nah, just be like yeah, yeah. tape, yeah. EP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yo, give me the EP shit. Yeah, no, give me the EP shit. This is my body. Yeah, listen to my body. Check my body right here. If you don't like it, yo, get off my body, bro. Check my body, no no, I feel it because I remember the EP shit. I remember, um, I think the niggas that really started the wave of like long ass EPs was TDE. Mm-hmm. They did, yeah, like, with Isaiah Rashad's with that, uh, Isaiah Rashad's EP, the Sylvia double. That before then, I like all EP I saw was like oh, five, six tracks, maybe three, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think Isaiah Rashad's Sylvia double was the first time they were like, oh yeah, you know what? It's not really a mixtape. Yeah, but it's not really an album either. Mm-hmm. But it's it, but fuck, we're just gonna call it an EP. And it was like I think what 11, 12, 13 songs, mm-hmm. solid good music. But it was called an EP. Like at least call it that. Don't be, you know what I mean. Don't have come out here saying, "Oh, this is your shit right here," and then your label's like, "You know what, nah." But again, it's not your fault. The label's fault. Yeah. My guy Drake's been involved in that a couple times. I remember when he surprised folks with uh, "If You Read This Is Too Late," and uh, from the jump they was like, "Nah, this is like a mixtape." Yeah, we going after that, and then folks yeah. was like. Well, you're selling it. And they're like, nope, like, we consider this a mixtape. And then when he came out with more life, he was like, no, this is a playlist. And they're like, 
Uh, what you mean? He's like, no, this is a playlist. I'm not gonna lie. The more live playlist was the biggest. Was the biggest shit that like I was disappointed with the more live playlist. Cause I thought it was really gonna be like a playlist. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but nah, it was really the same. Nah, it was yeah, it was just him. <laughs> it was just him doing different sounds yeah. and going. I'm gonna yeah. put it together. Yeah, like it wasn't like I just didn't know how it was going. No, yeah. I think he like like side note. He, I think he changed the direction of more life because I remember like this is when OVO Sound Radio was like really like consistent on Apple Music, and I used to like really listen to that joint because he's like always dropping new music through there. I remember more life was originally supposed to be like an OVO compilation project. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. In the beginning, he was like, yeah, like all the OVO family, like like that type stuff. And then I think he just like changed the label, like Hot Boy. Like yeah, Hot Boy was with different artists or whatever. I thought that's what. That's what I thought too. This is why I have an issue with Jake as a label head, but that's a different story though. I really thought it was going to be. If you did this is too late, wasn't that supposed to be dropped? Drama was supposed to drop that? No, drama, yeah. yeah, it was. He was. Yeah, yeah drama was supposed to drop and that. And then the whole uh, meek situation happened. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> drama messed that up. <laughs> 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 he messed that up. How much was it really worth it? He fumbled the bag. Uh, this next topic we're going to talk about, I decided I don't really necessarily care about it because I want to talk about artists still, especially mm-hmm. the artists we know. So, uh, Cardi, we'll save that for another week, whenever that week is. I want to talk about artists, as I, 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 I Arden, personally made a rant about this within the last week or two on, on our Instagram, at Pod about artists and performances. Now, let me clarify by saying this. I'm not talking about the quality of an artist's performance, because from personal experience, I want to have seen it from my guys going to shows and they recording stuff to other people. A lot of you guys know how to perform. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of you guys know how to perform. A lot of you guys have the records. You guys, a lot of you guys know how to do that. But I'm talking about where and who you're performing for. And my honest opinion, a lot of you artists gotta stop. Even if it's your first time diving into the performance space, a lot of you guys gotta stop performing for these whack ass shows that's making you sell 10, 15, 20, 30 tickets, giving you a, a little ass profit. From you selling the tickets and then they threaten your ability to perform if you don't sell which means you gotta buy the rest of your tickets yeah. that to me is hella whack mm-hmm. i think that's trash and i'll say something before i pass it to the guys whoever's willing to step up and talk about it and i'll say this to a lot of you artists a lot of you guys already have enough records and the look to really you need to start putting two and two together and start going okay how can i do my own shows or how can I open up for like bigger acts? That's my starting point from there. Who would like to take over? Um, I could rock with this um, because I've been doing this for years. So I've seen it all where like the artists I fuck with, where we get shows and then we gotta sell tickets. Terrible. And then we know like half of the people like from out here, like White Plains, is not even gonna travel all the way to Brooklyn mm-hmm. or like fucking Manhattan. They won't even tra- they won't even travel to the Bronx. Yeah, yeah, Bronx or whatever. They they really won't even travel that far just for you to perform for like ten minutes or whatever or even five. Mm-hmm. So like so I, I could understand that whatever because it's like nah, I'm not going all the way up there just to see him perform for five minutes because I, mean, I don't really know anybody else and I don't really and certain people probably just don't even care yeah. to hear anybody else. So I just be feeling like that's bullshit or whatever. Um, yeah, but me and my artists, like, we came to agreement with, what well, we've been came to agreement where we was done with those type of shows where, like, people had, like, people still be hitting, uh, Ted and Johnny up, 
oh, um, I got this show, da da da. Can you do it? Oh, we need you to sell it. Like that, like that's nope. dumb. Like yeah. we're we're done with that because like there was like shout out to Johnny because there's plenty of times he's done a bunch of those shows, bro. And he hasn't like really. He only sold tickets to like me and probably like three other people or whatever. And then he would have to spend his own money mm-hmm. or whatever to like pay for the rest. And then like we get in there and then it's just like a few other artists with the same amount of people. So it's like, who are we really performing yeah, for? Because like yeah. the people that's doing the showcase, y'all don't really care. Y'all just want y'all money. So it was just like a whole big scam. So then we looked at it, it as like, yo, that's a scam. And then uh, shout out to uh, Dada and Russ. Yeah. They started doing the whole like raps and receipts or whatever. But even before that, they was doing some drink called like, they was calling it Out the Mud. Or they yeah. were doing it at like the little sneaker store or whatever. Right down um, on the app from us. Yeah, so... Um, those shows was like cool because it's like those artists would bring like mad people from their town or whatever and then it's like local yeah or whatever so it's like people don't feel oh it's just white planes or whatever so people from new road what da, 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 they're all yeah. coming or whatever so and then the show actually looks like something then you're mm-hmm. actually like building your fan base mm-hmm. in your like town or whatever so those and networking yeah. yeah rust so, and dada raps and receipts they're legit. Yeah, so those make sense. And then uh, even like last week, I don't know, you probably peep my story. I went to uh, the gal had another show. And it yeah, was like some yeah, young yeah. boys or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually want to like interview them or whatever. Uh, they called TNL 005, some young boys from the town. Um, shout out to Biggs. Uh, they threw their own show. like, And it was like, wow, these boys is like younger than us or whatever. And I'm like, yo, wow. Like we could we I mean we thought about it but I mean me and you thought about it me John and whatever yeah. and Tay we actually thought about it or whatever but we never really went and like yeah. did it but them boys like they really they went and put on their own show at the gal or whatever and they had Johnny like come through open up or whatever and that was dope like Johnny rocked the crowd because like shout out to Johnny like he's one of the best performers I've ever seen like Facts. in person and I've been to like plenty Johnny of and I'm not just saying that that's because. He's my boy because I've seen like a lot of artists perform in their trash or whatever. Like shout out to Johnny. Johnny's shout one out of those to dudes. Uh, Tay or whatever. Mama Tay's good too, but um, Johnny's like one of the best performers I've ever seen. And he rocked the crowd or whatever. Then them boys they got on, bro, and they did like their whole mixtape. Like it was like really their show or whatever. Then they had, and they're young, so they had like their whole crowd. I guess they graduated high school like probably like a few years ago, so they had a bunch of little girls or whatever. They niggas or whatever like it was dope it was like a nice little dope show Russ even came to check it out mm-hmm. and he was he was like chilling in the back and he was like yo these little like this shit's fire I was like yeah this shit dope so um like you said like people need to start doing their own show and that's actually what I'm kind of working on I'm about to do like a little small circle show mm-hmm. or whatever and have like a few artists like open up before Tay and Johnny like Yep. Do that shit. Okay. And we got something coming up for New Year's, but you guys will hear more about that soon. AK, how do you feel? I mean, honestly, I just give it y'all niggas, like, to make up your own show. If not, like, find people that are legit. Like, you want to tell you. Like, you yeah. said, a rapper receipts, right? Um, Up on my head, the P96 Summer Showcase. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Like, the way they, like, set up this shit. The, the way the performances came, um, the people that was brought out, because obviously you got people that's coming in for there for the artists. Yep. You got people that's there for um, maybe like just for, you know, the P96 uh, guys, you know, because it's their showcase, whatever. But at the same time, though, it was full house. People showed out. They knew how to perform. They did their thing. So honestly, if you just, I like, just make your own show. 
And honestly, I've set up and I've been watching like you know a lot of the blueprints, you know, by Complex, right? Um, niggas like uh, Leo Cohen or like um, what's this nigga's name? Pat, mm-hmm. Pat the manager, uh, Chance the rapper's manager. They all said the same thing that when they were first trying to get on, a lot of the time what they would do is like either, you know what, let me get some bread together. Um, uh, let me go to this venue right here. Uh, yo, I'm gonna pay you so much amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as these people come through, we got a show. Bet, and that's what they did. So I like, you know, it's easy to talk about it and buy a lot more work to do it. But 100%. I, I, don't, I don't. If you if you really want to do this, you're gonna put it to work. Yeah, hundred percent. That's what it is. Uh, like even uh, like Johnny um had made like a group chat with like a few artists um from like White Plains. I was like, yo, we need to like go out and like like have a little mini tour and like just go to like different like hit these like states mm-hmm. or whatever that's mm-hmm. close by and like hit their showcases or whatever or see if we could perform at their clubs and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like And they can do it too. So yeah, they so that, that's it. like another thing like we working on. So but I'm telling you, that, that's what it, it, it's about networking too. Like you, mm-hmm. you gotta get out there and network. And you gotta go to like the right shows. Yep. Like Art said, like you can't honestly like if a person is asking you to sell like a bunch of tickets or whatever just to uh, like perform, that's a scam, bro. Like it, it is. It, it, it's a dub because it's like they ask like ten other artists or whatever to do the same thing. They're gonna get their money. They're gonna act like somebody's gonna be there. Nobody's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna be one of them with like a bootleg uh, record company shirt, acting mm-hmm. like they're somebody to yeah. probably gash you. Mm-hmm. Um, they, and and it, it's bullshit because then, and then it's like ten, there's one time mm-hmm. I went to a show or whatever and like um, Johnny didn't perform. He was like the fucking like ninth or tenth act or whatever, and it was like fucking twenty acts, bro. We didn't even get out to like. 12 30 or whatever and i had work in the morning and i'm like yo this is crazy or whatever and then we realized like i think that was the last time we ever did it or whatever and we was like yo this shit is bullshit it but, is terrible and as we wrap up this topic and the show i also say this too man to, to to a lot of upcoming artists out there and this is this is no no disrespect this is not the talk down but for a lot of you guys out there that might have a dope name, that might have a dope vision or whatever, and a lot of you guys are going out here parading and saying you guys are this and that. Look, there's a difference between saying that and then actually living it and carrying yourself, especially when you're talking like, oh, this is the team, this is the crew. A lot of you guys got these names of your crews or whatever that you think is something, but it's really nothing more than that. Like, it's just the name of your crew, it's the name of your gang. Like. It's not a business. It's not legit. Like it, you got. It's like, what are you guys doing with it legally? Are you guys trademarking? Are you guys copywriting? Oh, is see. there is there a structure? Is this like a legit presentation behind it? Because it leads me to this next and final point I got, man. You gotta understand, regardless if you popping on social media or if you popping in real life, at some point there always has to be a conversion. You dig what I'm saying? Like you can be somebody that's popping on social media. You can have my freaking. 3,000, 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 followers, whoever, who cares? But if you go out there in the street in real life and nobody knows you, <laughs> like, what's the point of that? Like, you know, like, and, and folks can, let's say, look at our podcast or even me personally with what I do in my other adventures and media and go, well, you only got this number of followers or this and that. 
You know what? I don't care about that because in real life, people know me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with Foresight, people know me. People know Wills. People are beginning to know AK. People are getting to know Taylor. People are getting to know Gianni. Like, I'd rather stay where I'm at with the numbers, but keep growing in terms of where I am in real life, because that matters more. Same thing with the sports writing. Like, it doesn't matter where I'm at. People know me in the streets, bro. That means a lot more. I'm outside, bro. Yeah, I'm outside. Like, that I'm means outside, a lot. nigga. That, that means a man, man, y'all look like don't got no gunshot, man. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm... I'm Outside of here, here, man. Out it's about the conversion. Understand, even if you pop it on social media, quote unquote, get that in real life. That's where you really get it at. Wills, what are you about to say? Nah, I was just about to say, like, uh, yeah, the podcast thing is getting kind of crazy. People asking me for interviews. And I don't want to, no disrespect, but like, we're kind of like off that culture. And then, especially like, if you're not really like doing anything like really like consecutive, I don't know. But for example, I was talking to one of the teachers I work with or whatever, and we was talking about my daughter, and then I told him, I'm like, yeah, I'm always with my daughter. I even brought her to my last show, like a podcast, and he goes, oh, you have a podcast? Next thing <laughs> you know, now he's showing me his son's music videos or whatever, talking about he's trying to become, do a group because he sponsors his son, but he don't really want to be in the limelight, so he's talking with another teacher about making a group or whatever, and, um... And then I'm just like, okay, bro, we were talking about my daughter. Like, no disrespect to him. He's a cool dude or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I'm just like, uh, we was talking about my daughter. And then, like, now you're just, like, trying to sell trying to get, yeah, you're trying to sell me, like, you want your art. Like, <laughs> like it's cool. I understand because, like, I would probably kind of do the same thing if I met somebody. But yeah. you got to be a little more smooth about it. Yeah. yeah. You can't just, uh, <laughs> like, you can't just be like, oh, yeah. Oh, you do a podcast? Oh, yeah. yeah check out. <laughs> Check it out, man. Well, we was talking about my kid. Hey, look, man. F the kid. We trying to, uh, we trying to build. We trying to grow. We trying to have a ball. We trying to make it. But yeah, man. Thank you for listening to the latest edition of the Foresight Podcast. Again, regardless if you're a first-time listener or a multi-time listener, we can't thank you enough for listening and supporting the show. Follow us on all socials once again. That is Instagram. Twitter, and whatever the case may be, at Foresight Pod. Listen to us on any platform where you can stream us. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And as always, free the boys up top, free the boys down low. You already know how we rocking, man. Uh, I'll talk to you next time. Yeah, you got to follow my rest.